Hi, this is Astro Chris from Coda Queen Astrology, and today I'm going to be talking about Mercury retrograde in the sign of Aquarius. I am a Hellenistic astrologer and teacher, and if you're new to astrology, this is the channel for you. I post weekly informative astrology videos from beginner to advanced, so you're able to learn astrology and align with the cosmic energy so don't forget to subscribe like and hit that notification bell so you're notified when i post new videos so what's the big deal with mercury retrograde let's talk all about it mercury in the sign of aquarius now some important dates here are when mercury goes into the pre-shadow which is january the 15th at 11 degrees in the sign of Aquarius and then from there clears post shadow March 3rd at 26 degrees post shadow and pre shadow days are very important because this is when the planet is slowing down pre shadow and post shadow is when it's speeding up and they're the same exact degrees that Mercury is going to be visiting three times so January 30th 26 degree Aquarius Mercury goes retro and February the 20th at 11 degrees in Aquarius Mercury goes direct so when a planet goes retrograde it's thought of it going in a reverse fashion in the sky and technically that's not the case the ancients realized that what happened was the planet slowed down and it seemed to be traveling backwards as the rest of the other planets were continuing to go direct in a certain motion that specific planet seemed to be going backwards like an optical illusion however what happens is that all planets have an orbit and the orbit is not circular and based on its elongation whenever the planet reaches that far point of elongation it appears to slow down because how it's transiting through its own orbit so from our perspective on earth we see it as slowing down and the medieval and hellenistic astrologers associated this period with things kind of going awry and um, issues happening especially around the areas that the planet ruled so in astrology, Mercury governs soft skills, learning, rules over neighborhoods, siblings, technology, astrology, networking, travel, vehicles, communication, intellect, logic, cunning, humor, curiosity, commerce, speech, and telephones. My slides will have lots of information, so feel free to screenshot or save this video or share um like comment subscribe <laughs> so like that you have your mercury toolkit ready for you so as you can see mercury rules a lot of things especially daily things like speech and learning and neighborhoods and networking and if you are in business it's ruling commerce and uh, communication marketing advertising and what does Aquarius govern? So Aquarius governs networks, communities, inventiveness, innovation, being quirky. It also governs our career goals. 
uh, being aloof. It's a little edgy, a little bit of a misunderstood energy. Aquarius is a fixed air sign, so it's very unique and inventive. Aquarius does rule the 11th house, and the 11th house also correlates with large networks and friendships. So it does care about humanitarian causes and um, the better good for the community. And this is why right now we're hearing everything about the age of Aquarius because everything that Aquarius brings it's something that unites the consciousness and the communities together so Mercury in Aquarius is not going to be doing that but maybe um, having a lot of thought into creating something or creating a social network platform or um, inventing platforms that are going to bring lots of people together lots of minds together so they could collaborate and socialize and evolve together and wherever Mercury goes retrograde and whatever sign it is, we have some work to do in that area of life. You don't have to be an Aquarius to be impacted by this transit. Everyone has an Aquarius house in their chart. So whether you are an Aquarius sun or not, you're still going to feel this energy of Mercury being retrograde. And it's giving us time to think thoroughly and think what it is that we want to reinvent recreate revamp restructure and that's one of the good things that mercury retrograde gives us an opportunity to do so it's not really great for starting new things because when you do start new things when it's mercury retrograde there's usually a lot of mistakes mercury was the messenger of the gods and he's fairly quick in his speed and as a planet he is the fastest planet other than the moon and um he does tend to make mistakes and overlook things especially when mercury is retrograde a lot of natives with mercury retrograde in their chart they overcompensate in this area because they know they struggled with maybe being attentive to detail and as they grow they overly place attention and they overly look at their speech and the things that they do and produce because mercury in retrograde has them internalized so it is an energy of going within and internalizing what it is that you need to do what it is that you need to restructure what are the things that you need to complete that you haven't completed versus starting something new now these are the things that i would recommend you doing while mercury is in retrograde so by aligning to the mercury energy we're able to be very productive in that area so we could double check important details renegotiate current contracts plan for delays most definitely so leave earlier sleep earlier maybe make a schedule facilitate how you're doing things place your keys in the same place and not move them so you won't lose them or misplace them uh, complete anything that's unfinished complete any courses that you enrolled in you haven't finished so great for that back up your electronics and data because all sorts of things can happen with electronics um, also be cautious around electricity because mercury is in the sign of aquarius and aquarius rules electricity additionally mercury already does things funky with technology and um, minor electrical devices so being in the sign of Aquarius it's going to be very strong um, hang out with friends old friends especially that you haven't seen so like reunite with them slow down slow down 
try to really double check things and don't be too hard on yourself if you find that you feel a little bit like discombobulated and you don't feel like yourself and your mind is foggy and you're not able to output in the same pace everyone requires a time a period that we slow down and we relax and it's needed for the mind we relax when we go to bed when we're asleep we're relaxing then when we wake up we're active we all require it. it's a natural cycle so if you find yourself making a lot of mistakes take a deep breath mercury rules breath take a deep breath inhale that air in and relax and just slow it down it's ideal to connect with the core values of Mercury during this time. And Mercury in Greek mythology and in Roman mythology, he was the god of tricks. He was the jokester. He is represented by youth, also known as the divine child and so on and so forth. Um, he's the father of Cupid. Um, and he's known in a lot of the mythology to have played tricks on the gods. He had a ball doing that. So by connecting to the energy of Mercury and having fun, making a joke whenever we do something silly or laughing about our mistakes, really lightens up the moment and also connects with that jokester side of Mercury. And for people that are self-employed or own their own businesses, this is a great time to go back and look at those projects in which you were looking to revamp your sales strategy or start some campaigns. So it wouldn't be a time you start them, but you can definitely work on uh, your sales pitch or campaigns that need a little bit of revamping. So kind of restarting things that you never finished so like that once mercury goes direct you're able to then launch them so we take it an opportunity to go back look at what's unfinished and complete it while mercury is in retrograde mercury rules the mind and the attention to detail so this is why mercury retrograde is a little bit impacted in regard to the things that we do because it's affecting our mind and how well we're paying attention to things so that's why it's not advised to start a new course you might not learn it quite as fast and well as you should when it's not in retrograde uh, making purchases or selling property because you might miss minute details in the contract um, travel you have to have a backup plan because things go awry and do not leave late you can like everything will go wrong traffic I don't know, you lock your keys inside the, the car or you run out of gas. So pay attention to all those minute things, especially with transportation, your vehicle, contracts, because those are all the things that Mercury rules. So they can go wrong since Mercury is not as strong in the sky. Um, I wouldn't do big purchases, anything like a home or maybe a expensive electronic uh, or a expensive computer. There are some important dates when Mercury is in retrograde that we have to be extra cautious. So not the entire cycle is of concern, but there's very specific dates that are. And these are when Mercury is invisible, when Mercury is in void of course. And these are the dates here. Mercury is going to be invisible from January the 30th. So that's the same day it goes retrograde through February the 19th. 
when mercury is invisible this is a big deal so actually this is what we feel the most versus the retrograde period the retrograde period is a little bit more manageable than mercury being invisible and when mercury is invisible that means he's too close to the sun and the sun is the king of the sky so the sun is blinding his energy the sun is commanding him the sun is bossing him around and the trickster does not like that so everything mercury rules kind of goes um awry or wrong or gets tricky or <laughs> malfunctions because mercury is not able to control what he rules he's not able to manifest correctly the manifest in the appropriate fashion he's under control of the sun right now now there's a few things that happen during this time mercury requires to revamp himself so when he gets this close to the king he eventually makes an aspect called kazimi and kazimi is when mercury is one with god it's kind of like the trinity in christianity so mercury becomes one with god he gets which god is the sun and he gets revamped and people that are born with mercury kazimi actually have excellent like brilliant communication skills and they're usually found in very important roles in society because they're able to express themselves with full support of the sun however mercury combust that's when it's under the rays of the sun and it's invisible uh, these people struggle a little bit more with communication and expression of the mind and the self because the sun has more control and if you'd like to learn more about astrology and aspects as such that are not mainly in pop astrology check out my description below I teach Astrology 101 course, which is a beginner's course, and I'm currently teaching Astrology 201 course, which is an intermediate to advanced course, and then I'm going to be teaching Relationship Astrology next. So check out the description if you're interested in learning more Hellenistic medieval techniques. But going back to these important dates, when Mercury is invisible, that is the time when there's communication, malfunction, mental breakdown, mental fogginess, stress, anxiety, over energetic, all sorts of things. So be mindful of those dates. Those are the most important dates. However, on the 30th of January, the day that Mercury goes retro, he also becomes invisible. So it's very, very strong. And he's also void of course. So void of course is a aspect in which the planet does not make any other Ptolemaic aspect to the rest of the planet. So that's a sextile, trine, a square, conjunction, opposition, none of that. Well, on this day, Mercury does not make an aspect. He is in void, of course. He's invisible and becomes retrograde. Very weak Mercury. People that have a strong Virgo or Gemini, or even Mercury plays very strong, even if it's not in the sign of Gemini or Virgo, are going to feel this the most. Now, on February the 2nd, he ends his void, of course, by making a trine to the moon in Libra. So... Mercury ends void, of course, on the 2nd, and on February 8th, Mercury goes Kazemi, which is sitting in the heart of the throne of the king, the king's throne, and February the 13th, Mercury conjuncts Venus, 
and then February the 14th, Mercury conjuncts Jupiter and Venus, and February the 20th, Mercury goes direct, and March 3rd, Mercury clears shadow, meaning he's already traveled through the degrees of 11 and 26 three times. On March 3rd, he then moves out of the 26th degree into the 27th degree, completing his entire round three times. So the cycle was Mercury entering the 11th degree on January 15th, not retrograde, travels all the way to the 26th degree on January 30th, and stations to go retro. So he travels back from the 30th all the way to the 11th degree and he reaches that on the 20th of February. So on the 20th of February, he goes direct at 11 degrees and then March 3rd, he reaches the 26th degree for the final last time. And then from there, um, he heads off Aquarius because he enters Pisces a few days after, I think on March the 15th. So. Make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell because I am going to be posting more videos on the Mercury conjunction and all the other aspects Mercury is going to be making. But take note of these dates because they're going to be important dates, especially the 14th. There's a lot of activation. Now, this is a chart when Mercury goes retrograde. So as we can see here, there's a little R next to Mercury. That means that Mercury is retrograde and Mercury is not making any aspects to any of the planets um, there is an opposition but it's an it's not a exact opposition because mercury is in aquarius and the moon is in virgo and mercury does rule the sign of virgo so on the day that mercury goes retrograde he's in control of the moon and he's also in void of course the moon's at three degree virgo and um there's nothing other than the north node in the sign of Gemini and during his transit a few days after that when Mercury is void of course the moon will square the nodes and also Mercury will be controlling the moon so it's gonna be a day that we might make a lot of mistakes because Mercury is not well connected and communicating to the rest of the planets now he is um, by wide conjunction or even occupation to the sign he is making conjunctions to the rest of the other planets but their earlier degrees of aquarius and mercury is for further out so he does get some assistance because saturn is there ruling the sign of aquarius so he's helping him out however it's from far um but so far looking at this chart we just have a lot of concentrated energy in aquarius shortly after mercury goes in retro venus enters aquarius and forms a big stadium so most of the planets are i can say all of the personal planets other than mars are going to be in the sign of aquarius which is very substantial it's very impactful now who is going to feel this the most let's get into uh the 12 zodiac signs and you're gonna want to listen to your mercury sign your rising sign your sun sign and your moon sign to see how mercury will be impacting you if you don't have your natal chart all you need is your date of birth time of birth and place of birth if you don't have your time of birth, then 
do a noon chart meaning place the time as born during 12 noon or you can do a sunrise chart that would be placing the sun um, rising like at 6 in the morning 555 in the morning and I have a free natal birth chart calculator so go to the description below and cast your chart using that if not if you have your chart already then let's dive into all the predictions for all the zodiac signs so mercury rising moon or sun in aquarius you are having a full-on transformation so this is all falling in your first house all this energy is just spewing out so when you have so much energy in the first house you have a stadium of energy in the first house even if it's not natally it really makes you stand out so during this time it's time to work on you you kind of have the free ticket here because all the energy is in your persona now mercury being in retrograde is going to bring some type of confusion maybe you feel a little bit burnt out because there's too much energy so just remember to relax refocus calm do all the things that start with re right relax revisit research so as long as you're aligning to that you'll be able to control the, all the mental chatter and activity that mercury is going to be activating in your first house and um, also when he communicates to the rest of the planets there so you are going to be pulled to just work on you this is the first house this is you this is your identity your persona how others see you so you have that golden ticket it's a very good transit for you aquarius now for leo sun moon rising or mercury you are feeling the opposition so this is a tension aspect this is pulling you to work on the self and to work on the relationship you have with others so it's a great time to do shadow work mercury retrograde is always about shadow work and i forgot to mention that but shadow work inner child work um, getting a family constellation reading getting Reiki done, astrology readings, things like that. That's going to be applicable to all you, especially for the opposition and the tension aspects. You want to do something that's evolving the self so you can work on things that you need to let go of because that's the energy that you're working on. Revisiting the past and letting go. Revisiting mistakes and letting go of them or correcting them. So for the Leo rising, you are seeing that the relationships that you have need a little bit of revisiting in the way that you're communicating. So maybe the way that you communicate, your style of communication, how you are uh, collaborating with others, or even your marriage partner or your intimate relationships need some attention. So they're going to need some attention. They're going to demand some attention. You have some planets that are good in the seventh house um, that are going to be helping you but saturn bringing some more seriousness and mercury retrograding in that house it's just really calling that you look at your relationships and see what's no longer working you for you what's no longer serving you and ask yourself is this something that is worth my time or what is it that i'm doing that i could improve so i can have better communication with others you may also feel that you're being pulled to collaborate more or interact more 
with your friends or uh, business partners or maybe even support your spouse or your intimate partner because they seem to be having issues around this area. So whenever we do have a lot of planets in the seventh house, it calls upon using that um, balancing act, that balancing energy of helping others because they're in a situation that they require some assistance or harmonizing or balancing, or it's that you need to balance your relationship. So you're going to see both, both of that pulling back um, on a good note. It's a good time to revamp old contracts or look at business contracts that need to be um, redone, revamped, relooked at. This is a great time to renegotiate your rental contracts, leasing contracts, things like that, or maybe your vehicle lease. Not getting into a new one, but looking at old things and perfecting them, making them work in your favor. So great time to look at all those contracts that you entered into a legal agreement and you want to uh, see if you can make them a little better for your benefit. And now for the squares. So Aquarius squares Taurus and Scorpio. So for Taurus, you're going to feel this squaring aspect um, as tension. So this is an aspect of taking action and changing things that no longer serve you. For Taurus, Aquarius rules your 10th house of career. So you're having a lot of activation in your 10th house in regard to career with that stadium there. It's time to look at your contracts in regard to your career. So if you want to negotiate higher wages or looking into getting a position that pays more, revamping your resume. So taking steps towards your career, but just remember that these steps are not new. These are things that you set in motion before and you did not follow through or accomplish or you left undone. Especially in 2020, everything got a little bit crazy, but now we can see that there's potential in new job markets, working from home, working remotely. So maybe... This is a time that you need to think outside of the box using that Aquarius energy and see what it is that you need to do to advance, to change things up so you can re revenue more money, generate more money, and create a better lifestyle. You have 10th house activation. It's great for career. It's great for achievement. It's great for change of status. So take advantage of that. Now for Scorpio. This energy is happening in your fourth house of home. So looking at things around the home, this is a good time to clean, purge, um, revamp, sanitize. This uh, energy of Virgo and Mercury, right? So um, take care of your home. Move the energy around so you can feel better. It starts from within. Our home is our sacred space. Our home is some some a place where not everyone gets to visit not everyone gets to ever know how you live or how your home looks or other than intimate friends and family so it is a place that is sacred to you and you scorpio being a scorpio rising do honor this you want your home to be um clean and safe and secure so get rid of stagnant energy, get rid of things that no longer serve you, rest a lot, maybe meditate, do some breath work, do activities with your family or your children if you have that. Um, also a good time to, you know, 
dig into your lineology like maybe you've never built a family tree or things like that so dive into that and um another one of my favorites is inner child work anytime we're talking about the fourth or fifth house and there's tough transits there i always always recommend inner child work or some type of psychological transformation work family constellation shadow work um, journaling, anything, EFT tapping, anything that's going to get rid of stuck, bottled energy and trauma, especially because that Scorpio energy tends to carry a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things. And some things don't serve you. They're boggling you down. They're holding you down. They're weighing you down. You don't need any of that. And for fire signs, Aries and Sagittarius, you're getting a sextile. Mercury in Aquarius is sextiling you. So for Aries, Sun, Moon, Rising, or Aries, Mercury, you're receiving a sextile from Aquarius energy in the 11th house. So the 11th house is a house of hopes, dreams, desires, long-term achievement. It's everything that Aquarius rules. You as an Aries rising have the natural rulership of all the house placements. So this is a time to look at your dreams. Maybe you set intentions to manifest long-term dreams but you haven't taken any steps towards them revisit that dream see what it is that you need to do what steps did you need to take um, all dreams require some action they all require that we do something to work towards it if you want to win the lotto you have to buy that lotto ticket so you have to walk to that store drive to that store etc you get what i'm saying you have to take action so look at your dreams look at your long-term gains maybe you want to join um humanitarian causes causes that are dear to your heart and you want to volunteer your time or connect with like-minded people that are into the same stuff that you're into this is the time to start looking for that research redo your dreams okay now for sagittarius rising sun moon or mercury this energy is happening in your third house of con communication networks siblings neighborhoods licenses short travel short trainings so if you left any of those things undone guess what this is a time to go back and do them. Maybe you enrolled in some online courses that you never completed. Go back. Go back. It's never too late. So go back, re-listen to them or finish listening to them. Do whatever it takes to complete them. You'll see after this Mercury ret retrograde, you learn some skills. If you need to get a licensure, that's going to help you and generate more money or maybe help you in regard to um, how you sell yourself communicate how you're expressing your mental capabilities to others so you can uh, show that you're a valuable asset for work or maybe just reaching out to a sibling and mending things whatever it is that's related to the third house this is a great time for you to do it now mercury is going to be retrograde there for a few weeks so um, you do have training and learning skills activated by the other planets there so during mercury retrograde if you have not enrolled in classes prior to this and you don't have anything to 
do or complete, then this is a time to research because you are going to be called on advancing your skills in some way, some sort, either by getting short training or licensure of some kind. So do your research and see what it is that you want to attain to advance in this area to get more knowledge because you do have all those planets activating that house they're demanding things from you so last but not least my air sign so this is libra and gemini and you are receiving a supportive aspect which is a trine such as the sextile very supportive but the sextile is ruled by venus the trine is ruled by Jupiter. So this is super flowing energy. You're having a lot of mental activation, a lot of mental activity and social activity also being emphasized in your daily life and routine. For Libra, Sun, Moon, Rising or Mercury, you're having a fifth house activation. Ooh, how romantic. So the good side is that you are feeling a lot of love in your heart yes saturn is there but saturn's gonna come in and clean the shit out he's gonna clean things that no longer serve you maybe they're blockages or things from um you know the past clean cleaning them out but if you are not dealing with any type of love trauma or past behaviors that affected you and affected the way that you love people saturn in the fifth house can bring a lot of stability a lot of gains maybe a little bit more serious in your seriousness in your creative process especially if you saw you're self-employed so if you're self-employed and you're creative but you have not the best organization skills right now saturn is going to be organizing you so great great transit for you libra but now you have mercury retrograde there and mercury is going to be conjuncting with venus soon and jupiter soon so maybe there's gonna be some miscommunication in regard to your intimate relationships and how you're communicating with each other and talking with each other but you're gonna be feeling great this is a great time to do some shadow work, some inner child work and get that out of the way or some meditative practices, some breathing practices with your partner, connect with your children, do activities that you love, get creative with your hobbies. So as you can see, a lot of good things, but always with the energy of redoing. Is there something, a creative project that you didn't complete, something that you left undone? Go back and finish it. Is there something you need to help your children with or your romantic partner with? Are there things in your business that you didn't complete or do? Go back and do them. This is a great time to get research done in regard to your future endeavors and advancements for your business or maybe even spending more quality time relaxing, relaxing with your loved ones, revamping what it is that you feel love is. What is love for you? How are you going to communicate love to others? So just relaxing and thinking how is it that I want to change the way that I love and how is it that I want to receive love so look at that Libra you are a sign that's ruled by Venus and love is your language now for Gemini now for Gemini Sun Moon rising or Mercury in Gemini you're looking at an activation from your ninth house 
the ninth house activation calls upon expanding your beliefs expanding your wisdom expanding the mind so you might get into some disagreements with others in regard to your belief system or um, maybe have deep converse conversations in regard to what you believe is correct or not correct it can get a little dogmatic here but just remember that this transit is here to open your mind to open you to new horizons on a very mundane level it could be travel so look at doing some research or setting plans to travel in the future especially if this travel is to faraway places so you can look at things like that or you can look at enrolling in higher institution but again not necessarily enrolling right now but doing your research getting informed this house can also activate some judicial issues so make sure that you pay that parking ticket or that speeding ticket um, or make your child support payments because things in regard to the law can come out and it could be some slight administrative issue. I'll give you an example. When I had this activated in my chart, I had gotten a parking ticket and um, from a meter maid and I forgot to pay for it. And when I was trying to pay for it the day that it was due, I logged online and it wasn't pulling up my ticket. So I had to drive all the way to the courthouse and lose a day of work because I had to pay in person waiting in that huge long line. And when I got to the front of the line, it turned out that they had my date of birth wrong. And that's why I couldn't pull it up in the computer system. So avoid things like that. Don't wait for last minute because then you're going to be rushed to complete the task before it turns into something icky or sticky. So all in all, I would like to thank you for being here. And if you have any questions, don't forget I'm live every Wednesday on IG. So go ahead and check me out on IG. Follow me and you'll get notified whenever I'm on. But You can ask me questions there. I interact with all my peeps there. So I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit that notification bell and comment below. Let me know what sign your Mercury is in. Thank you. Lots of love and abundance your way. See you next week.